my name is Jennifer and welcome back to Paranormal Chat. I'm here with Jesse. Uh, yeah, and we, her brother. And, yeah, my older brother Eric. Want to say hi? Hey, hey. Alright, so this is going to be our fourth episode and he is our first official guest. Uh, before we go into introducing him and everything, I just want to update everybody. Paranormal Chat is now on iTunes, it is on Spotify, and of course it is on Podbean. Uh, we actually have a Facebook account now. It is also under Paranormal Chat. If you want to look it up under the URL, it's Let's Talk, or no, I can't remember right now. <laughs> it's something. It's okay. Let's Chat Paranormal. All right, there you go. And I want to add in a tidbit also that in no way shape or form did these two siblings collaborate at all when she told me about it it's all spur of a moment he actually took some time out of his busy dad life to come down <laughs> here and talk about this mm -hmm. and we were ecstatic about it this was originally like i said gonna be a succubus episode from me but since he decided he was gonna come down here we were like scrap that let's bring him down here mm -hmm. and let's find out what he has to say yeah oh real quick if you want to send in your stories to be read by me or Jesse, you can send them through email to letschatparanormal at gmail.com. And let's just say that we'll have maybe if we can get enough description from you guys on how vivid they are, we can do some illustrations on it and we will try to show them on Instagram, right? That's where we're on right now. And Facebook as well. Okay, so Eric, introduce yourself. Let us know what you're Who about. Who you are and what you're about, exactly. Well, uh, like they already mentioned, I am the brother, the oldest brother. Uh, I do not have a firm believing in all of this. I am a skeptic, but I am also an optimistic about all of this. Uh, I do have a extensive background, which nobody really knows in my family, about the occult. I have a lot of studies in Madame Blavatsky, Aleister Crowley, Peter... Uh, Carol, you know, a man Chaos after magic. my own taste because he has an extensive <laughs> knowledge of, of the occult, but or what's with, been recorded. Yeah, uh, but with that being said, I mean uh, the things that I've dabbled in have provided no results. It's not very promising, and that might be just because of after all of my studying, uh, what I believe that I am just not a. Uh, receiving antenna for this or yeah maybe that's, I'm that's, not. What I, that's what i was about to say i i i've been with this guy around me and him have known each other before jen yeah and he's not he doesn't feel like the receiving antenna for the occult but he feels like the receiving antenna for an awesome time <laughs> if i may add that he's he's a very fun guy he's very awesome very <laughs> charismatic and opinionated person exactly but all in all, you know, you get what you see, and that's always the best deal when you feel it. But, yeah, sometimes that happens with it. So, yeah, you know, also, side note, if you ever want to describe an asshole, that's probably the best and nicest way that anybody's <laughs> ever done it. So, yeah, that's uh, essentially what I am when they mean opinionated. I'm just an asshole. Say, for our generation, we like assholes. We eat them out. So, that's... <laughs> well, any hoosers, I'm taking this because like I really didn't know that you had any type of experiences or stories. Because of the same fact that he's such a skeptical, straightforward guy, so it's a very promising thing. So I, I really want to know what he has to say. Or well, I'm taking this as your 
your coming out story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, like, that, uh, or any type of thing, really. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, I, I would like to describe myself, if I had to, like, in one of those reunions as probably the most undamaged, damaged person in the family. <laughs> uh, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I I've, I didn't do any of the... The Santeria or any of those pagan things, mm -hmm. right? Even though they may be considered pagan. But, Jen, you might want to close your eyes with this. Or even not close your eyes because that would be pretty disgusting. But, you know, I've uh, dabbled with esoteric magic and energies, uh, organ energies and stuff like that. And that has a lot to do with masturbation. Mm. And sex magic. That's what we yeah. like to call it in the Golden Dawn or Aleister Crowley. Very popular yeah. for that. There's other people too, but... As, you know, me and Jen were talking earlier today that I introduced her to some of that stuff. She was like, that's kind of weird. But, yeah. but he, thing. he likes to take that energy in the yeah. booty hole. Oh. So, uh, not did, didn't do that. Yeah, uh, but, but I'm <laughs> saying, but we're just saying, that, you know, it's just a thing. He was, so I guess there should be like an adult warning on this Yeah, too. this there should be an adult warning. And if you know Alistair Crowley, you know that he had a very bisexual tone to himself mm -hmm. and gay, even though he did partake mostly in female women it really didn't matter to him no he did fuck that one guy yeah, really bad <laughs> and uh, because his his old motto was live your life the way you want to live it yeah yeah so um, uh yeah so i mean you know masturbation sigils have done messed with sigil magic uh like i said uh, esoteric energies and stuff like that because i really kind of don't believe in the ritualistic side of these things even though these are things uh that you do have to participate in to try to make the magic work mm -hmm. but uh as far as like believing in a deity or something like that it's not something that's for me or is me mm -hmm. uh it's more about the energies and stuff like that that's why when i've been open to the experiences i've never really had anything happen to me but on random accounts, strange things that I can't explain have happened. Uh, but yeah, as like I stated okay, before, I'm just going on everything that you've said. What would be your first, if we would call it paranormal to weird, unex or I guess to you not paranormal but unexplained thing that you still to this day are like, I I can't explain that even with my skepticism. Well, no, see, and, th and that's the thing. It's just that I can explain it, but if that was actually the possibility of what happened is a whole different story, right? So there was one instance where we lived in Killeen, mm -hmm. right? And we lived in these oh, apartments. Is, uh, Killeen, Texas, right? Yes, Killeen, Texas. And we lived in these uh, apartments that were across from a gas station or whatever. And at the time, we had two cousins visiting. I'm right. sorry, could you just, um, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but could you interject a little bit, like, give us a little bit of outlay of these apartments, like, how did you feel about these apartments, how did they look, were they modern, <sighs> were they kind of broken down, they are you were, talking about, they were just average apartments, do you all guys remember, with these, like, uh, I, I, I mean, remember. the only thing that I inner city ones no. or, like, outer, or, no, no, no I mean, the only strange thing about these apartments were a ditch that was behind it, okay, well, it was, it was, like, you know, it's a military city, so, like, they weren't terrible, but they weren't the nicest apartments. Right. Okay. And it was a one-bedroom apartment, I believe, because I think at the time, we were all sharing one bed. Because yeah, and at those times, you, you, you really didn't have the restrictions, so, like, if there's more than a certain amount of people, you had right. to get... Yeah, I remember those times. I loved them. 
I wish we lived <laughs> in these times right now based on the economy, but okay, continue guys. So right. we're going on these So comments. we had these two cousins who, uh, as children, we, we kind of knew them as mischievous, uh, visiting at the time. Their names were Frank and Rudy, and I think that's such a big deal to let, you know, the audience know who they were. Yeah, well, but, uh, so it was the night of their, them spending over, spending the night over, and uh, we were in bed. And I remember I was in the middle of my my younger sister and our youngest brother. And for some reason that night, I couldn't sleep, right? But uh, something we, just felt a little bit off? Or no, no, you just were just too antsy as a teen or as a kid is with so much teen. energy? No. No, yeah, I was, I was no, a child I was saying, like, this as time. a child, like, you no. had, like, a lot of energy or you just no, didn't... Just, or you don't really recall what your feeling was at the time? No, I don't... I don't think anything i just believe i just couldn't, couldn't sleep okay. <laughs> i just okay. couldn't sleep uh, and we there was a, a closet right across uh from our bed uh to the right of us because our the way our bed was was our heads were against the wall and if we were to roll over onto our right we could see this closet and uh the light was always left on right so i'm laying there and i'm trying to go to sleep and i guess from between the wall and the bed i feel a hand come up and it starts feeling around, and it's feeling on my head, right? Was this so, like a normal adult hand, or like a yeah, it was an adult hand. Okay. Uh, that's something that I do remember. It was okay. it was a pretty decent sized hand, but I mean, what isn't when you're a child? Yeah, don't say because as a child you can know when it's a big hand, right? Where it's like your own tiny uh, hand. Man, you know what? At, at you know, being so long ago, I can't remember exactly, but I do remember it was a larger hand, right? Yeah. So it was a larger hand. And it comes up from between the bed and the wall where our heads are faced. And it's feeling around and it's grabbing my head, right? So it's grabbing my head and I'm with thought in mind that I know my cousins are there and I know they like to play around and joke around. My initial thought is that it's one of them under the bed. It's Trying one of them with messing with or me, right? Or as we so, say as adults, fuck with you. Yeah, yeah. So I even grab the hand and I start pulling on it, right? And I'm, I'm pulling on it, I'm pulling on it, and it's, I can't remember whether or not I see an end to the hand or if I don't, so don't quote me on making no, no, this no. We, some we, type of, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. So, <clears throat> so, this is going on, and it finally pulls back, and it goes back underneath the bed, right? So, me, again, thinking that this is them messing around, I get up and I go to the edge of the bed, and I wait for them to pop out. Like, immediately afterwards. And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and nothing comes out, right? So, I, I'm not trying to exaggerate on the time that I wait, but it's a good, decent amount of Would time. Would you say, like, um, give us, like, a time limit when you're sitting there? Uh, maybe, like, two or three minutes that I'm literally just sitting there waiting because, again, so, I, I have so this So, you mind. waited two or three minutes. Did it feel like forever? Or no, no. Or you know but, it's two, three minutes more? Yeah, so, and I would, I would say that that's something... That, you know, if I felt in danger or something like that, where a minute can feel like a lifetime, right? No, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. nothing like okay. that. It literally was just in real time where I'm just sitting there waiting for one of them to pop out, and they never pop out. So, I jump on the floor, and I look underneath, and there's no one under the bed, right? And I know that there are the Mexican heritage uh, folklore, El Mano Pachon, yeah. That's what it, that I had just when I was doing like this little wavy motion at Jesse. That's what I was like trying to tell him. <laughs> well, because <laughs> yeah, it's a mano pachona. Yeah, I mean she she didn't really hear about it to like she got introduced yeah. it. But anyways, okay, so you're here. You know 
basically the runt of the the grunt of whatever is going on with us as Mexicans. And you choose not to believe it. You look under the bed mm-hmm. and you see nothing. So what's going on through your mind right now? Again, just, I, I guess maybe this is something that's always been instilled in me, even as a child, that it's just not real, right? It's just mm-hmm. not something that can be real. Uh, so the way I explain it away is that the time it took me from getting from the top of the bed down to the bottom, they had enough time just to get out. That's the only thing. And it's a possibility. And that's the reason why I just still am a skeptic is because there's always that possibility of something being explained. You know what? I I, I don't dissuade your account, but I know being one of those obnoxious cousins, <laughs> I would have been the first cousin that would have jumped up out of the bed and gone, I gotcha! <laughs> Look at you all scared down there looking for something. <laughs> Get your ass back to bed. But... If that never happened and nobody jumped up and, you know, it, that that was that's one of the things for us Mexicans when we get somebody that we scare them we have to jump and go we gotcha. <laughs> so like if nobody claimed the prize that you know, I don't seems know, but kind of specific about like it was an attack on, you know, something being real. No, like I, I I just feel like we, the next time we do see them like whenever the fuck that is, we should ask them about that. But I I. <laughs> feel like they would completely do that yeah yeah exactly but like i said <laughs> who wouldn't have claimed that as a mexican out there i don't know who's listening to our podcast but as a mexican i just want to say that whenever we do something and we see the person getting got with it we have to <laughs> jump out and go so i might i might say that but if their prize was never got because i didn't get scared i don't see why they would but just the uh, fact know? that you went under the bed to look for it i think is enough to go like no, oh you were scared i feel like at that age because they are quite a bit older than us right that they like the next morning because like i don't remember this at all the next morning i feel like they are so outgoing they would be like hey that was me last night, or like, how did you sleep last night, or something, yeah, you know? Yeah, something, yeah. something, because yeah, I, I don't I, remember that. I either. know I used to do that, like, I used to do that purposely, like, uh, to my little brother, my little sister, and they know it to this day, because I will say it to them when I'm talking to them on the phone. I'll be like, oh, you remember that one time? You peed your pants? <laughs> that was me. And you know, it's just the little things, um... But, okay, going back to back uh, your story. seriousness. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, well, we, no, we I mean, that's, no, that, that uh, was it. That was it. And, again, it's just one of those things where it was like, I know they were in the house. I know this seems like in their character, how mm-hmm. they like to play around and joke and stuff like that. So, again, it's just something that my logical mind can explain away. I have a logical reasoning, a hypothetical or not, whether or not they did it, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, it's just one of those things that hasn't gotten brought me to the camp. Okay, well, uh, speaking on that, we'll say that. Do you have any other story? And what are your thoughts on cryptozoology? Um, what is it? Uh, extraterrestrial uh, oh, yeah. things? Or, well, do supernatural? You have, just yeah. what are your bases and all that stuff? Like, what do you think about that? Uh, so, I, again... Uh, I am a very scientific-leaning uh, mind, uh, and cryptozoology, uh, I do have a believing in it. You because, do? Yeah, I mean, the possibility of these undiscovered creatures are just a whole different arena. I mean, it's not something 
that is implausible. Uh, I mean, there, there were so many ancient creatures out there, whether or not they went extinct or not, uh, you, you don't know. Yeah, and, or well, it's just, you know what, it's because Bigfoot. <laughs> I associate Bigfoot with cryptozoology, and like, I'm sorry, I don't, I just can't help but think of that terrible fucking video shot of like <laughs> the dude in the ape man suit and like that has destroyed it but like i do believe that there are cryptozoological creatures out there um there's this one podcast that i listened to and uh they were saying uh something pucky or something i don't know i need to find it i'll mm-hmm. i'll send you a photo later but um like it was like a snake slash cat or something not that a fairy. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I and I I gotta stay within the realm of reality. Yeah. Like if when right. I see the videos of like a anacondas monkey, think, or sorry. in the Amazon, mm-hmm. like I can, I can believe that because this is an undisturbed place right. with very few deforestation and natural predators, so I can feel that they grow to that length. Yeah. So yeah. I can I can believe that, but when you're telling me there's a cat snake. I kind of, I'm like, get the hell out of here you with that. You know what? No, I'm sorry. I have mixed it up with another one. It's a Pukwudgie. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. And yeah, uh, um, there's these weird little drawings. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to say nay on that. I'll and screenshot I'm like, it and I'll believe anything well, if see, you give it to me. And that's, and that's just the thing, right? And I might get a, a bit controversial within the community here. Thank you. Uh, so, to me, there's a clear divide between cryptozoology and mythical creatures, and right? Because I believe anything, basically. Oh, yeah. So there would be, uh, the, the group yeah, you, would you, believe... You raise your hand. She raised her hand. <laughs> she would believe anything. If I told yeah. her there was a cat that played the piano, she would do it, but... Uh. <laughs> I'm like, let me meet this cat. Right, so, I mean, there, there would be people out there who would even consider, like, uh, like a, a, a satyr, cryptozo- uh, a, crypt- a cryptid. Right, but I, I don't believe that. Like a unicorn would be considered a cryptid, but these are mythical creatures, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but okay. if you were to say something like a chupacabra, which was just essentially a dog, mm-hmm. right? Just it was just a dog figure mm-hmm. that fed on the blood of you know goats at the time, which was the, the folklore. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems a little more feasible, maybe a little exaggerated in some of the stories, but a f- far bit more feasible because the anatomy of the animal sounds a lot. Uh, Based on the similar, region, yeah, and everything that's going it's, on. Okay, it's a wild similar. dog packs. You know, it, it feeds into it. that's that's what he's trying to get at, which I believe. Okay, so here is the question that we're dabbling into, and I'd like to hear a lot of responses from you guys based on the regions of whoever's listening out there. Okay, based on us three right here, what is the best, or I not the best, but the most likely crypto creature that you guys believe in. And I'll let it start off with her brother, Eric. If out of all the crypto creatures that you could say, which one do you know for a fact has the most likelihood of being an actual thing? Who would you pick? <laughs> I'm going to go old school. I, I got to go old school. Uh, I go Sasquatch. No. I go Sasquatch. <laughs> okay. And secondly, <laughs> I will ask, and we'll explain our reasons after we all know our own things, but I want to know for Jennifer now that she so vividly answered no to it. Which is your crypto creature that you think is actually real? Nessie. 
okay. And for people that don't know, because it's been a while, the Loch Ness Monster from Loch Ness. Oh, she's real. I know she's real. Okay, all right. Like, uh, I'm not... No, she's real. I'm a finder. Okay, that's cool. As many people of a generation <laughs> yeah, have, have tried. tried. But we'll uh, see. Okay. And me, personally, taking a little bit more to my mythical flavor, which is the Afro-Latino kind of flair, I would have to say that I am going with Bruja, a.k.a. La Lechuza, a.k.a. what you would say, La Llorona. It's not an actual, it's a crypto for it us. Is, yeah, it's technically it's a, just it's a, a giant owl. It's a crypto for us because it's the same story being told different ways. Um, and it's a witch, which is basically uh, <laughs> a non-human figure, which, like I say, it's, it's all the same thing. I think you guys in San Antonio have, uh, like we've dis- discussed, the donkey, the donkey lady, the donkey lady. <laughs> lady. which yeah. is like real oh, absurd Lord. to me, but it's re- a real thing here for me, and I don't, I don't mean it as a disrespect. It's not, it's not real to me, but I know it's real to y'all. She's so I, yeah, but that might know, be. and I will every time I go over the bridge or that I'm crossing a small little path, I'm like, donkey lady, I'm sorry, but I don't think you're real, but you're a real one, so don't. Well, I mean, especially in this area, I think perception builds the reality right yeah. because in different regions they have their different folklores and uh bigger belief system within those regions uh so i mean in all essence they all exist yeah i mean but again i again lean more on the side of logical reasoning than anything mm-hmm. else so well i i just want to say that, that's it's a very diverse group i i, I want to chime in because my Okay, now we'll go with the second guess of what we would all believe is the crypto thing. I want to know your second choice, your runner-up, your, uh, I settled for this. <laughs> okay. um, Eric, what is your second choice on the crypto thing that you would believe is strong? Uh, I would have to go Chimera. Okay. okay, all right. That's, okay. A, that's a very, if nobody knows, this is a fused creature due to alchemy or... Some kind of deep magic. How about you, Jen? Um, I guess it would be a, a mix between La Chusa, which you should never associate her with La Llorona, by the way. And um, <laughs> just need to throw that in there. Um, okay. <laughs> La Chusa or the, I think it's Tata Duende, the one with the little person that has backwards feet. No, they're just called Duendes, that's all. They're, or, they're little people. Yeah, but they have backwards feet, so you can't really... Uh, uh, they're all called Duendes. The only big dude from the Duendes is a... Oh, my God. I forgot him. There's a spell and some kind of thing. He's a big thing, and you have to break a mirror, and you have to lose a loved one I've to get what you want. I've never heard of that part. Yeah, well, like I said, it's, it's, th- it's a cult thing. But, yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> and people that really don't have anything to lose, they do it all the time. But, um, yeah, okay. So, she's talking about Smurfs, essentially. Basically. <laughs> backwards feet. With backwards feet. Her, her second guess on cryptozoology that's really out there is Smurfs. I mean, I would have to argue that leprechauns are kind of cryptids. Oh, they! I would suggest that they are. Like, I really think they are. Um, but still, like, I just don't think that they're here. Yeah, and oh, not yeah, in Texas. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say Texas, but yeah, I'm well, pretty sure I mean, somewhere else there you are. Would, you would still have to go within uh, the, uh, because, I mean, essentially, he's still just a fairy. 
right? Yeah, yeah spectrum. It's it's about the same yeah, thing. So it's just a different reason. Yes, yeah. fairy, but you know, uh, tomato, tomato. Um, right, and and fairies me, would be considered a cryptid. The right? second, so. I guess, cryptid that I would believe in would be. I hate to sound very Mexican about it, but chupacabra, man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah you know, I could see there was that. a whole thing when this all happened. <laughs> and I was in Mexico. There was news stations. They were showing feeds of this, and I I really believed it. And you know what? There was what I consider now, um, I guess, the Fox News of Mexico <laughs> producing this. <laughs> and then the regular news producing. And they all were pretty, you know, like, yeah, this is going on right now, guys. So, um, yeah, aside from that, this is our crypto stuff. So yeah, but let's get back to Eric. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. we have that first experience in Colleen that I've never heard of. Yeah. What... What is, like, the most memorable experience that you have? Well, had? not memorable, but the, the most chilling or the most unexplainable thing. Yeah, for like, I guess that's how it would be for you since you don't really believe in this stuff. Uh, so, if we're just going to jump right into the two. Yeah, just my favorite one, the one where I, I just cannot explain, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Even though there was a plausible reasoning behind it. The mm-hmm. one that I just can't explain mm-hmm. is uh, did happen in this house. Oh, right, okay. and it did happen in this house. This house is so crazy. I'm sorry. Uh, it's got. I guess there's something about this house. Uh, anyways, I'm so sorry for interrupting. No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, you're you're speaking on this house, but I mean, I think y'all even mentioned in the last episode Jesse was doing things in mm-hmm. this house, and I never experienced a single thing. Mm-hmm. Right, maybe for the few things where I could. Well, no, this one happened after y'all had moved out, uh, or you had moved out, so. I don't know, even maybe if there was residual energy still in the house, I still didn't feel anything. I still didn't experience anything. And that was that I was in a uh, negative energy yeah, during yeah, that time yeah. if, if, you know. Yeah, he's speaking on like whenever you see these movies, there's a person that's not really feeling well, so he's vulnerable to these so-called insidious vibes to take advantage of them. But yeah. Go ahead. Uh so, you know, as I mentioned, I was uh, in a very negative time in this, uh, this period. And uh, in this very hallway, there used to be another wall that divided two doors, right? And at the time, when I would get home, uh, so let me just make this clear. I was a bit intoxicated, right? I was tired because it was just after work. Uh, so, yeah, those are just other things that I could put in there to possibly explain it, right? So... Like I said, this house is extremely old, and the tiling for the house was also old, right? So when you would walk on it, it was that peel and stick stuff. Mm-hmm. When you walk uh, on it, linoleum, you could hear, if, yeah. you, if anybody else is out there, and uh, I know uptown people, they know how linoleum feels. Okay, uh, imagine you guys up north in linoleum, how it feels in the winter. In the summer here, it's worse because it is literally like if you're walking on... Time shows, yeah, because you hit them and they're like, yeah, exactly. Like, that's the whole thing. That's it, going on. Yeah, the heat makes the adhesive kind of come up. It kind of bubbles up, so you could hear the steps. And right, you're, you're pressing them on, but then they pop back up yep. as soon as you leave. So it, it's a big thing here in Texas if you have linoleum sticky floors onto concrete. Yeah. So, right, it's like three in the morning. I just worked 13, 14 hour shift. 
Uh, and normally my routine was I came home, I already had beer in the fridge. You know, I would play Gears 2 at the time because fucking Gears was out and I loved it uh, with, you know, my buddies from work and stuff. So, mind you, I had already been playing for maybe like two hours. I had already had a couple beers in me and I've already been staring at a screen for these two hours, probably just nonstop, but right? I, I want to interject a little bit. Like, me being into the occult, that is the perfect time to strike when you... <laughs> aren't really paying attention to the outside world. You're really kind of just in a blase state. That's the perfect time to let things kind of like rattle in the background. If you've ever been out there and you're watching a TV show, taking a shower, painting your nails, or just all in out, just being entertained with something and you hear something in the background, I think that's the most opportune time for these things to actually strike. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, and, and you may be right, uh, but I would just easily explain that away as the beer talking, right? <laughs> or just my imagination kind of going wild, or even just, like I said, staring at a screen for a very long time. Uh, so, like I said, in this very hallway, there was a wall that divided two doors, right? Mm-hmm. And my significant other at the time was asleep, right? And normally she tended, well, not normally, it was pretty much routine, that some point in the night she would realize I was home and I was, you know, doing my thing. And she would come out, say hi, and then go back to bed, right? So, I'm playing, and out of... And this isn't... I wouldn't even consider peripheral, right? This is maybe like straight at a 45 degree... Yeah. No, not, not necessarily straight line of sight. This is maybe 45 degrees out of the point, you know, the screen that I'm staring at to where the door is. Mm-hmm. And I see maybe what could be considered a disembodied head pop out of the side of the door and then just go like just come back yeah okay right so me i just thought it was her yeah just coming out just checking on me and then going back but i just want to cut this out because i have had a disembodied head hit me here a couple of times just a head giving me a like hello oh you too or well We'll talk about... Okay, Yeah, but continue. I'm just saying, like, uh, <laughs> before we continue, head. like, I just want to say, yeah, the disembodied head in here that has hit me, <laughs> now that he's saying this story, like I said, we in no way, shape, or form have ever Talk talked about, about this. this, but now that he's saying, like, a disembodied head, I'm like, uh, okay, that's the guy, and I've literally <laughs> been like, hey, guy, what are you doing over here? You trying to scare the shit out of me? I'm over here trying to take a shower, I'm literally trying to take a shit, and he, I leave the door open, and his head pops up through the bottom rail and I'm like hey what are you doing guy again I'm, I'm different from them too so I realized like hey get out of here scram but okay continue Anyways, with the disembodied yeah. head right so like I said it just pops its head out of the side of the doorway and it pops back in right I can nothing give a it. description of how this head looked so uh, that was one of the first things that I realized after the match had ended right the one that I was playing because it struck me as strange because one it didn't say hi, which normally my significant other at the time yeah, would say. Quick, <laughs> not even quickly. It was just a casual pop in, mm-hmm. pop out, and uh, so again, like I didn't think any of anything of it. But when I started thinking about it, it didn't have any hair, right? It was completely hairless. Mm-hmm. It was white. I can tell because again, this was out of the forty-five degree angle of my sight when I saw it, right? Out out of my sight where I was focusing. 
And then also, it was a lot taller mm. than the person that I was living with yeah, at the time. Yeah, that was short as hell. Yeah, so it was a lot taller. And all these things are coming into my mind. And I'm realizing I also didn't hear the tiles stick as they went back to the, to the room. Mm. So in my head, I'm just thinking, like, well, what the hell was it? Mm-hmm. I mean, what was going on? Uh, and yeah, I mean, that, that, that is the one where I, I have ways to explain it. But even them are kind of flimsy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's my favorite one. Yeah, that actually is, like, kind of really scary. So I would like to, to tell you what happened with me. But that oh, before she sets up, uh, I just want to say that Jen has told me about this before, and I have discredited her because I don't want her to freak out <laughs> about uh, head when she has told me countless times that she has seen a head A in the shower, correct? Or, well, no, this was a different time, the one that oh, I'm going to tell you about. But, okay, I'm just saying she has told me about this, and I have said, uh, nah, you just seen too many things, but go ahead, Jen. No, it was while I was pregnant. Um, it was in the restroom in the back over there, okay. and I was brushing my teeth. Jesse was asleep in the other room, and, like, I just, you know, it's, like, 6 o'clock in the morning, and, like, I turn around, and I just see, like a hand but like not tall like the way you were saying but like a, a little person mm-hmm. and like I see the hand on the door and I see him peeking and like I was just like what the fuck and like I immediately start flipping out because I think there's somebody in the house with us and so like I I go out I don't see him like I immediately start crying and so I wake up Jesse and like I'm flipping the fuck out because I'm just like there's somebody in the house there's like, I know I saw somebody, I saw something, and then I'm like, am I hallucinating? And then, like, I started Googling it, and it was like, preeclampsia. And so I literally went to the doctor that day to see <laughs> if I had preeclampsia, and I didn't. Right. And it was so, a like, yeah. and so I was just like, so what the fuck did I see? Like, did I hallucinate this? Like, why did Completely I. Completely possible. Yeah, I was just like, why did I see this little person? Well, I mean, I can, I don't wanna, like I said, but don't the brother-sister thing. Like, when I came in here that I was talking to Jen on one of my many nights, I, uh, I met a couple of things and that I was here and I felt so inclined that I... Nothing bad again here. Just very overprotective things that are going on here. And I decided to put when she stated on the last uh, podcast, my owl wings, which led to me being left alone by these people. If she saw it or anybody else in her family saw it, that's fine. I, I really didn't care about it. I just wanted me to be left out of it. <laughs> it's kind of like a opt-out kind of thing. Like, I'm just here, but don't pay attention to me. So that that's how I functioned in this house because, yeah, it's sometimes, like, you know, it would would seem really weird but I, I never felt the energy as a negative energy i always felt it as like a motherly kind of intense kind of energy where they were taking care of the people that were here i i can honestly say that in this house that we're in right now it's not a it's not a bad thing it's more of a motherly thing i guess and a mother thing can be kind of scary sometimes but it, that's how I feel about it. Well, if anything, since you're saying that, um, 
our grandmother used to live here, and we literally called her mother. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, I, I personally have never felt that energy that I felt with mother in here. It's always been something different, because with mother, I always felt like it was more of, with the energy I remember getting from her when I was younger, it was just more like a troubled and sad energy and when I'm here I don't I feel like there's an energy but it's just not hers because when I was growing up you know we were mm-hmm. we saw her suffering through cancer right. and like it was clear that she loved us but she was suffering and that's the energy I remember her giving off see and I I and again this just may may be my spiritual receptor just not receiving these things properly or maybe okay, it is this is not a paranormal different. thing this is just me opening up a beer I hope <laughs> it out I'm sorry everybody uh, right so yeah I mean I, I, I don't uh, I guess maybe I received it differently because uh, I would argue to say that there was plenty of times for mother to give up yeah right and just go and rest mm-hmm. Uh, but she didn't, and I wholeheartedly believe that she didn't because she wanted to be with her grandkids, mm-hmm. right? And that's so the, that was just a different that energy. I feel. Yeah, that's the aspect that I feel. There's a lot of like strong energy because like I know it, it sounds ridiculous to me, but I will fall asleep on that couch, and it feels like somebody literally does the Quentin Tarantino scene where they shoot an adrenaline shot into that girl's heart and I will get up <laughs> and I will start doing stuff like uh, it just it's a yeah. it's a weird thing or I just I'm here I'm sitting down and I, I don't know if this will trigger you guys but I will sit here and I will be here and I'll be like I have got to clean the tiny little corners of everything that is around here <laughs> because if somebody comes in here and they see those tiny little corners they're going to be freaked out. Yeah, I know that's your mom, but I'm just like, I've never felt that way before, where I'm just like, there's people coming. I've got to make sure. No, like, that that is 100% my mom, and she lived here for a while. So, <laughs> so her energy. Somewhere because your brother, like, your when you say, oh, your brother's coming here, I'm just literally, I feel like I turn yeah, into just... uh, Robin Williams on the birdcage, and I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, it's all terrible in here. I've got to make sure it's, everything is okay. We, and my son is literally rolling around in Cheeto Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... So, I, I have a different belief system to this, right? Okay. I, I uh, Again, I believe in the, the esoteric energies, right? And esoteric okay. energies can affect everything from the most minute uh, atom to... Uh, from microscopic to macroscopic, right? They can they can affect, you know, the, the makeup of things... And the very things that they make up, right? Uh, so I don't think that these are like some type of spiritual thing, mm-hmm. right? I think that they are a uh, reenactment of energies past because they are also present, right? Because I, I know other people have different ways of explaining the fourth dimension it may not even be the fourth dimension it may be a completely different dimension but wherever this dimension lies time is one of those dimensions right mm-hmm. it's it may be the fourth fifth whatever you want to say right because time past present and future all exist within this one right. bubble yeah. right so we are just 
walking energy. We we are just energy, and everything that we touch. Yeah, that's a uh, fact. We are just energy. That's a right. Fact. We are energy. Yeah. We we can either create it or destroy it. No, it's right. never destroyed. It's just yeah. displaced differently. Right. So. Everything that has ever happened in this house it's is already reclaimed. happened. Yeah, it's, it's already happened, right? And during certain times, with whoever or whatever present state that they are in uh, comes in at that time, may trigger these instances uh, that may affect them the most, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, there'll be many times that, like I did when I did live in this house, I would smell caldo in the air, which is just soup. <laughs> And that may be just me and the, my present state at yeah, that it's a, time. It's a residual effect of what you're right. feeling towards what's going on. Well, it, it may be in just the paranormal status where you feel when you think and you flash back to it, and you're not scared, but you have kind of like a yeah. calming phase towards it, where you're like, "Yeah, this is home." Yeah, which uh, not a lot of people get to in- encounter because a lot of people don't get to come back to the homes where like. Their, you know, family was... I know when I went to my family home in Laredo, briefly by myself, and it was inhabited by complete strangers, and it had been completely redone, um, I kind of just stood there, and I was just in awe, and I smelled everything. I smelled the cactus cooking, I smelled (laughs) everything in there, and people were looking at me like I was mad and I could feel all that residual energy inside of this place that they would deem as haunting but to me it was like this is home and this is yeah. what I felt but to some other people that they're new to this experience it could seem haunting because me or my brother freaking out about certain things you know it was just a very scary thing for them but to us it was normal mm. but like I'm saying okay going back to you going back to this house mm-hmm. go ahead Oh no, yeah, that's and that's just my belief system in in there is, is that certain people in certain present states of mind or emotional state, uh, will kickstart these. Uh, what would you call it? Uh, I, I can't even find the word for it. Just these these uh, emotional. Well, no, booms. Not, well, yeah, I get well. That's what I call just it, these emotional booms because it starts off slowly. You start feeling little things. You remember more stuff, and then boom, you're back in the moment. Yeah, uh, but I mean, this was just the smell. Yeah. Right. This because isn't... like I I smell the perfume that I used to wear, and it takes me back to when I used to visit right. Jesse, like in the winter, winter specifically. Right. And so I understand that, like just a smell that you just you you smell, and then it takes you back, and you're like. I know I've gotten confused because of it, and I'm just like, whoa, what fucking year is it, dude? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, And then other times, you know, I'll even hear, but granted, like three or four times that I did hear Mother's voice in this house, it was from a dream. Yeah. And it was at that point in the dream where you can't tell whether you're awake or not, and then you wake up and you're, you're like, did I hear that, or was it a part of my dream? Mm-hmm. Because it was the thing that woke me up those three or four times. Yeah. And it was, it always brought me back to that one time, or the, the many times, because during the summers, my grandmother was primarily our, our provider yeah. at the time. You know, she would take care of us, uh, because our folks worked, and she was home, and as my sister stated, she was sick. Uh, so she, she took care of us. And every day at lunch, she would go to the middle door, 
and call us to, you know, come and eat because she had snacks for us or sandwiches or whatever it was. And that's all I would ever hear was just her yelling my name. Just, yeah. But in the sense of like, hey, it's time for lunch. Come and eat. Mm-hmm. But, but again, I was, you know, I was asleep. I couldn't tell the difference. So I don't know if that was a paranormal experience or encounter or if it was just yeah, a part of a dream. I can tell you that, like, me personally in this house, um, I've had that experience with her. And I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like it's a combination of, like, <laughs> of uh, a nene and your mom. <laughs> but, like, all the aspects of towards where it would be gentle but hard at the same time. Because I had um, her really come up to me at one point where I was really, um, I wouldn't say depressed, but just unhappy with what was going on. And she really just did lay it down on me ever so <laughs> hard and I remember waking up and going like okay well I mean when, when you're seeing her are you talking about our grandmother yeah okay it was a combination of Nene and your mom it's like okay if you if you fuse them if any Dragon Ball Z <laughs> fans are out there if you fuse them <laughs> for the, the little bit of moment like that that's what I... I don't know how she really was in life. But if you fuse them, she was loud to me, but at the same time, gentle understanding, but at the same time, kind of crude about it towards where I felt a little bit of shame about what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And she, she would definitely make you feel that. Yeah, I feel... <laughs> I, I am 5'11", and she made me feel like I was 4'2", when she was done with me talking to me about the decisions and the choices that I was making with her <laughs> grandmother. Or granddaughter, sorry, my bad. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I'm sorry, lady. I don't know you, and I don't understand your awesome haircut that you have on right now. <laughs> Neither do I know why you are handing me snacks right now. But <laughs> I am going to exit out because I have a lot of, uh, what do you call that? Oh, yes, Jesse, sleep paralysis. <laughs> so when... She came to me vividly in my dream. I was just like, what's going on here? So now I'm having sleep paralysis dreams about Jen's grandmother. Um, yeah. I, would, I would just say that... Um, she... I get to see her picture on my on the mantle that we have. Yeah. So I know that that's her. I never really paid much... That and I look like her. Like yeah, you do. The, there's photos of her when she was younger and... Um, it's kind of creepy how much I look like her when she was my age. But um, she was definitely, like, a very loving person, but she was definitely stern as fuck when she wanted to be. <laughs> Never saw it. Oh, really? Uh, I, I, I did well, see that. Well, from everybody's, you know, uh, stories, I was a spoiled brat. So. You were, so. Maybe that's why I didn't see it. But yeah. That's, that's going to go ahead and thing. flex on that one. Like <laughs> I said, that's favorite. the best thing. That's the best thing. Like I said, I... You were not I, the first grandchild, but you, I guess you were I, I enjoy that. You know what? I, I like that. I like the flexing on that because, yeah, that is true. That, that shows the multifacetedness of things that happen in the supernatural life. It's just amazing. Okay. Well, we've been talking about our grandmother for a while. What else do you have? That you would like to... Because this all stemmed from a fucking head just popping in. So, yeah. 
Yeah. So what else do you have? That, that flim flam man. That's what that is. Flim flam it's man. nonsense is <laughs> what can that I, is. Can I just throw something out there? Like, I just know that when I used to come over here and uh, me and Jed were slightly talking and he was out here with a person that he used to talk to, he had a, a specific thing that he would throw uh, shurikens or throwing <laughs> knives to, which his father is very adamant about throwing stuff to. <laughs> and I remember one night he left me alone out there <laughs> and he was like yeah you know his significant other at the time not his current wife and he was like hey I need attention and he of course as most guys do was like okay well I'll see you later and I was out there and I was like okay I don't need anybody and I'm throwing these shurikens or throwing knives out here this big like kind of foggy figure came out right in that it was like it's not even a post it's like a, a thing it's part of the erection of the house just stood in front of it and I was like in all awe like do I throw it is this a real person am I freaking out and Jen was nowhere on sight he was in nowhere on sight and I was just like you know what all cautions to the wind. If this is the person, I'm gonna stick him in the face. <laughs> if the cops come, I'll be like, I don't know who he was, but <laughs> you know, he came up to me and I threw it at him. And as soon as I threw at him, it hit the post and the figure disappeared. And I was like, okay, well, I, I just guess. pissed something off. Yeah, I guess this is what these people deal with over here. <laughs> and after that, I kind of enjoyed hanging out here. So I would come down here with, uh, you know, a lot of liquor and a lot of <laughs> hope on hearing and feeling things, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, never experienced that. But we, it seems that this house has like quite a few experience or like a few things that make people experience different things. So it makes me want to ask Mile, like yeah, because Mile Mile is a. They're both younger brothers. Oh, yeah. Mario or Mario? Mario. Yes. I don't think he has a soul. <laughs> I wasn't going to say soul. He has soul, a soul, but, but he, he is... has a very... <laughs> he um, is soul... Less. No. no. He has a very... You just uh, said it. Soul. And I just finished it for no. you. That's fine. He is the most grounded... Like He has a very refined, grounded taste on a person that I have met. Mm-hmm. I think Mario doesn't have any time for this nonsense i know like i feel like if i was like Maito, you want to talk to me on my podcast he'd be like i don't know oh i just you feel believe like in that or no mayo knows i believe <laughs> in it but i just feel like i don't know i'm gonna get Maito here he's supposed to come here tomorrow so i'm gonna be like hey you need to be on this podcast <laughs> eric's already been on it i just feel the people that are like that are the ones that have been hurt the most no. With these kind of things. You know what? If he were to be like, I do have something, I'd He would never be say so fucking shocked. I would love it. He would never say hmm. because like I feel like people that have been hurt the most with paranormal activities don't say a thing for No, him. you know what? Well, like, see, but that's the thing with me, right? Is that I've been completely reckless reckless with this stuff. Yeah, but yes, I've studied all look this at stuff. The I've age looked... that you're actually admitting these things. How old are you right now? Uh, like forty. How old am I? I don't know. Am <laughs> I thirty four? 
What year were you born? Look, 85? Yeah. Okay, let's look this up. Yeah, look, at how, look at how old he is, and he's admitting these things. And For I the will first be time a, in his life. Yeah, and I'll, <laughs> I, no, and I'll be a testament to this, because my brother, who is older than me, if I even tried to talk to this, he would never admit it to me. He would put it up to a fantasy or something that's going on. Uh, my dad never admitted anything to me, even up to his dying deathbed. I could probably try to coax something out of my mom from the weird shit that would happen, and I will, and it will become on this podcast for sure. <laughs> but it'll be in Spanish, and y'all guys better have some translators. You're going to uh, translate. I will translate, but yeah, for sure. Like, nobody wants to admit this. Nobody wants to admit that they were scared. Nobody wants to admit that they were weak. Nobody wants to admit anything about Well, see, it. and I think that's, that is why I think this would be a perfect opportunity. Because I'm the complete opposite of that. I'm, I'm not that at all. Mm-hmm. I will admit this because, again, I'm, I'm a skeptic. I don't believe in this. And I'd be, I would be liking to pose the argument because, again, like I said, I was very reckless with this stuff. I was fucking jerking off on everything, trying to make magic happen, trying to get this energy going. And nothing was going on, you know. I would sit in a dark room inviting anything. To come and just give me an experience. I was willingly and openly putting my spiritual and physical uh, existence out there on these planes. Hoping that something would affect me. Hoping to see something. Even in the very house that I live in right now. I, I will, like if I need to go into a dark room. I will still even almost play a game about it. And go into the room and wait. And try to make myself believe that like... Hey, come at me, ghost. I know. fucking Zach Baggins it. I know. Fucking take my shirt off and shit. He's talking about it serious, but like, all I can think about our mutual friend that we could possibly have had in the time is like Ted. (laughs) Ted is like literally the most creepiest person. (laughs) Like, if I could, if I could literally throw that in there, what he was saying with me and him, I could be like, yeah, he's sitting in the shadows going, yes. Yeah, probably. He was probably, probably in yeah. some window seal. Yeah, just like, some yeah. window seal. Like, okay. <laughs> Which terrible. nobody would understand. Because and I, I am I'm pretty positive I, like, took a ride from him before. <laughs> you took a ride from him and Eric. Yeah. You told me that you sat in there in his well, creepy truck. And yeah, about, in the middle of this. Are you talking about long-haired Eric? Yep. Yeah. Long-haired uh, Eric uh, was, uh, like, oh, amazing. Man. He had, like, colored eyes, and I was just like, dude, you're fucking beautiful. <laughs> Six two yes. colored eyes. He's beautiful. <laughs> If you're out there, you're fucking beautiful, my guy. I, I I'm going to tag him in this. I'm going to go find yes. him on Facebook. <laughs> you're beautiful, dude. I will sing a fucking <laughs> for Will Williams song for you. <laughs> Full thing acoustic. You're beautiful, my guy. Anyways. But anyways, going yeah, back to it. Yeah, like, it's going just, back to it, I just, I, I put myself out there. Mm-hmm. I tried these magics. I've tried some rituals. Because again, like if it felt like it, it was rooted in some type of religion, it was just some person saying that you did these things to get these results, which I didn't believe, right? I mean, if I was going to affect anything on a spiritual plane, I had to openly make myself available for the experience is the way I believe it. So I did these things and nothing ever happened. I mean, I've dabbled in chaos magic so much and maybe, who knows, but I mean, that's kind of... I have a question. Yes. What exactly is chaos magic? Chaos magic is essentially the fact where you 
become an agent of chaos and you decide that you're going to fuck up everything. If you meet somebody and, like, let's say me and you are friends, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to fuck you up as much as possible to get in the favor of chaos. So, To like, win a favor in me. But it's like, are y'all personifying chaos then? No, we're just... No, uh, no, no, no. Avatar for it. And we will get... What, depends on what you want. Do you want a fucking... Bigger ding dong. Do you want a fucking? What? Yeah, it's a thing. Do you want? Um, it's a thing. Okay. Do you want to look young forever? You know, it just it depends, and the price varies on what it is that you're gonna do, depending on chaos magic, sex magic, da 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 da. The grimorum. It just basically tells you on what it is that you're trying to do, on all that stuff. But yeah, like usually when you do that stuff, you know it's. It's not always what you bargain for. Hmm. So, yeah, and, and that's uh, that end part is like the the biggest part of that is that uh, it will uh, affect you mm-hmm. if uh, if you're not performed right. Well, I mean, it's it, that's just no. It doesn't matter. If yeah, you that, it perfectly, that is it's just, always gonna be. Uh, that is just a payment. Yeah, it's gonna, oh, it's always gonna. Be a fucked up way of it. There's yeah. no way that you can come out of it, teen. Yeah, and that, that's why, no like, if you it. were to ask me, even like sigil magic, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what I was jerking off to because it would make the spell come untrue. Yeah, so. there's no possible way. And even if you stopped putting on it, like, you'll residually feel the effects of it, and you'll want to continue into it. But if you, it just, it just never stops. So we just talked about the head, the bodiless head whatever so what do you have any other stories that you'd like to share <sighs> not really other than the things that my wife is experiencing within the house that we're currently in uh, she keeps on claiming that stuff is closing the pantry doors she claims of shadow people in the house Really. but again these are things that I'm just not experiencing and Again, I play this game where I go into dark rooms, and before I turn on a light, I like to just make myself available because I want to see if any of these things are going to come to me or if I'm ever going to experience these things, and I don't. Uh, I never get these ominous feelings of being watched or whatever within the house. Don't get any of these. Really? So, I mean, it's just... I, I don't know if it's me spiritually or physically or mentally that is just not a receiver for these things a receptor for these things I, I just don't think I receive these things properly and maybe that's because of uh, just who I am mm-hmm. I just or maybe it's just or I don't know I just well yeah I guess I would fall under just who you are because I feel that there are just some people that are naturally like repellents <laughs> or repellents or fucking magnets because I feel like Jesse's a oh, magnet yeah. Um, I know somebody that, or, well, Karen, you know Karen. Mm-hmm. It seems like Karen, like, no matter where she goes, like, there she's, like, attracting something. And, like, it's a bit crazy. I'm just like, fuck, and dude. You know what? I, I feel the same way because no matter where I go, like, literally being in this house, like, I know the layout of it has changed so much. Mm-hmm. But I go into that closet, and I can sit in there and just, like, I know it sounds very creepy, but I can, like, just 
sniff in there. Like, I know it sounds real creepy, but I would just sit in there and, like, sniff. Like, it's just, like, a, a weird ambience in there. Like, it's not anything malevolent. It's not anything creepy. But, like, I feel like there's somebody in this place just watching over everything. Like, it, It's you, weird that you're saying that. Because since I was little, I've hated that closet. That closet? No, that closet is the best thing ever. Like, there's someone in there that, like, just wants to watch over everything. The only place that I can honestly tell you that I don't like is the the middle of the street of this house. Middle of the street? Yeah, like if I walk out to the middle of the street of this house, I don't like it. Huh. It's bad. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Like in, the, in between like our house and the neighbors across the street? No, uh, from our house all the way to the thing. There's all these black cats constantly crossing oh, my path. Oh, okay, gotcha. I understand. Like they're just like it's just like oh, whatever all these houses are in, it's just like they feel like they have to form a pact against me <laughs> to cross. When, and she's seen it. Like they literally look at me and they're like, oh, Jesse's coming this way. Let me cross your path. But Jesse has this thing where he does not continue driving if a black cat has crossed across the road in front of him. And so he will literally drive around and like. God forbid if this black cat has fucking crossed across our car <laughs> on this last block because I that hasn't happened yet but I don't know what he would do because clearly I I've sat here before for hours because you have to sit here until another car passes by and takes that energy. Oh, also there's a white cat that he calls God Kitty <laughs> that he's just like thanks God Kitty like for it's blessing, a blessing us. yes. <laughs> The white cat means I will get all the blessings of the day. And I have. I, I have. I don't get it. Like, I'm just like, ooh, black cat, yeah. You know, but. Yeah, yeah. Like, they I, don't, I would consider that more of a superstition. I mean, yeah, they, don't, they don't mean to do it. It's not in their nature, but they know that it, in fact, we have to curse you. Sorry, guy. Like, you've been a bad boy. So yeah. we're going to have to curse I don't, you. I don't think, like, you know, there's a fucking little gnome standing at every no, no, ladder. No, of course, it's, it's just right? I, <laughs> that you stand I, under I, that he's gonna curse I'd you for something. Face it years. as like karmic energy, where you're like, okay, well, you're having a good day today, so I'm gonna cross this path. Either you, what you thought your intent was that you were going to go do, chill out, take a step back, think about what you're gonna do, and then follow the path that you're gonna do. Yeah. Because if you cross me. With your anxious ass, you're going to lead into a very bad path. So, my argument would be, right, is that who created the superstition, right? Exactly. You don't know. But I could I could venture a guess, right? No, I, I, it I was probably the, the asshole who was having a shitty day to begin with, and he went under a ladder, and he just pinned it on the fucking ladder, the innocent ass ladder, and well, just said, man, you know, you're going to have bad luck if you well, walk under a ladder. For Same thing for a black cat or a fucking mirror. <laughs> yeah. Well, for Mexicans, it, it's a different thing because um, it is something called uh, Quetzalcoatl or uh, Mitlan. It is a ball court where you play soccer, which isn't really soccer. You play it with people's heads. And we had to deal with vampire gods and all this <laughs> other bullshit <laughs> <laughs> that seems unrealistic <coughs> right now. 
But the gist of it is, is that you had to favor the gods and black cats, bats, and white bunnies that used to get their faces bashed in to provide the moon sunlight, you know, would uh, yeah, make it, yeah. <laughs> course it's a very dark thing. and it's this is Aztec, another reason why yeah. I, i'm just kind of an atheist yeah it, it's it's a very that that's just doing too much well <laughs> that's what ancient astics used to do so i'm well, saying like yeah i i know that we have some indian blood in us but i've never researched into it yeah i know to, to find out who you we hear are me from. cussing uh Quetzalcoatl and stuff like that. Like you know, you hear me do the things that I do in it, and yeah, it's just superstitions, man. It's just yeah. Things. Let's throw in this Michael Scott quote about the I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious or something. Yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. I know. Uh, I know. I messed that up. You know, I would even even for your podcast, Jen. I would even GoPro. A visit to the Dury, or GoPro. A visit to whatever uh, little place that you want. I'll fucking defile the gods. I'll defile oh the spirits there, and nothing will happen. And again, I, I might just, just not be the the person to receive these things. I feel like anywhere that this one, Jesse is. I'll be right next to him. So, like, it you guys cancel matter. each other out. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just well, a, just, we're just a neutral yeah. plane. I just want to <laughs> say that, like, if we do go on to this place, and if you guys really do want to hear this stuff, and you guys really want to, it'll take an insane amount of energy from me. So I'll jerk off on whatever. No, it's not about jerking off. <laughs> it's about because if I'll that was the case, I would be. <laughs> How did we go from jerking off to Motherfucking John Legend right now. But that's what but I can I am not. But um, <laughs> what I'm saying is like, yeah, I, I, I could do it. I choose not to do it. <laughs> as ridiculous as that sounds, but um, yeah, we can make something work. It could be a paranormal thing. Can I thing, like, it, it thing, could be like thing, a tax write-off is GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, I've been away from it for so long that my energy's built up. I, and I, can, I just know that I would start freaking out and start crying. And yeah, you guys would sure. have to be the one that would go forward. Why? Because I, I cry. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah. that even happened and you're Look, just going to freak out. You don't understand. Like When she was in the apartment by herself, I was at this place and I literally had like a group of people badgering me about it. And all the whole time that I was like making these summoning spells, all I could think of was her. And uh, <laughs> selfishly thinking, I was like, yeah, whatever, Jennifer, blah, blah, blah. And she calls me, but her call doesn't get through. And she was like, this dumb beaver doesn't know how to use the phone. <laughs> so I left it like that, and we're all going back after everybody got scared. And I pick up my phone, my Kyocera flip phone, and I'm like, new voicemail. And she's like, oh my god, what's going on? <laughs> and like, I hear all this 
spooky stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, y'all guys got to listen to this. <laughs> and it's my voice. Or not my voice, but like a creepy undertone voice. Like, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And needless to say, everybody was like, you know what? We're not going on a cemetery run with you ever again. <laughs> See, and I've, I've been to countless cemeteries. I've, I've been to... Of course, the Chinese graveyard. I've been That's to the mission. Wait, wait. Because you're bringing it. I up. sigh because nothing fucking happened there. Uh, okay, so I've heard stories, but what is the story about the Chinese graveyard? So what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to. Well, at the time, right when I visited it, it was still open, right? Okay. I, I've heard that they've more recently closed it off. I didn't know about the Chinese graveyard. All I did was incite it. Right, so what the, the story is, the folklore is, is that you're supposed to drive your car all the way to the back. And again, this is where I get completely skeptical about it, is what are the likely chances that somebody did these things exactly in this fucking order to make this fucking happen, mm -hmm. right? So what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to drive all the way to the back of the fucking Chinese graveyard. Okay. There are supposed to be, or there is supposed to be this fence that is partially broken, Right. So what you're supposed to do is keep your lights on, mm -hmm. turn your car off, and then blink your lights three times. That's very specific. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> right? Because we tried this. During high school, when I used to go out with my friends, this is what we were doing. We are going to the Onion Mansion. We are going to the Midget Mansion. What is that? We are going... Yeah, Wait, the Onion Mansion okay. was the folklore of the Onion Mansion. I want to throw something out there to y'all ladies that are listening out there. That's if you're opening up. But and you don't got no more? Yeah, we have more. But I just want to tell you this. I know you're thinking that this is all copacetic. And you're not really afraid of any of this right now. But this will residually affect you. Because <laughs> you don't know exactly what you're talking about. He's talking about Midget Mansion, all this other stuff that is not going to play with this. But spooky cast just let me know exactly how you feel about it and email what's what's the email for this that's chatparanormal at gmail.com exactly so let me know how you feel about this because i am pretty sure that y'all are getting a creepy vibe about this right now but continue <laughs> yeah so uh onion mansion right mm -hmm. was wait 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 before we go on to onion mansion we gotta go back to chinese graveyard what oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we didn't even finish Chinese yeah. Graveyard, right? So Chinese Graveyard, you're supposed to go back uh, to the far back of the, the end of the Chinese Graveyard, mm -hmm. and there's supposed to be this broken down fence. You're supposed to turn your car off and flash your lights three times. Okay. And the donkey lady is supposed to come out from the broken part, yeah, from the broken part of the fence, uh -huh. and I guess fucking kill you. What? Yeah. That's not the story I heard. Okay, so this is a story. Really? Yeah, that is. Well, I mean, that I, that just goes to show you that folklore is I just know. so. Well, <sighs> it's so weird because episode three, mm. if you haven't listened to it yet, is all about San Antonio folklore, Yo, and we. San Antonio stories are like real messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho's, so it's it's about San Antonio folklore, and we touched on the donkey lady, and I've never heard of this about the the Chinese graveyard. So yes. the the version I've heard of the Chinese graveyard was yes you go back to the the end of the graveyard mm -hmm. you do your little switching on the lights mm -hmm. but then um, when you look in the back mirror there's supposed to be 
like, people in the back mirror, and, you, like, when you turn on your car, like, because you're so fucking scared, mm-hmm. you're trying to, like, zoom out of the graveyard, but just the more you, like, try to drive, it seems like you're getting further away. Right, and that's because of the design of the graveyard, right? I've never it's designed it. with a wide berth, mm-hmm. and it narrows toward a, a small end, giving you the impression that as you drive in, it seems like you're going further in, further into the graveyard than you really are, right? Because of the way, I mean, you're an artist, you, you know how to do, yeah. uh, what, what is it called? Like perspective. Yeah, exactly. The perspective of it is, is, uh, uh, It's like an optical illusion, basically. Right, it's an optical illusion, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that and that was one of the things is okay. that because of the way well, it was designed. Where exactly was this Chinese graveyard? Because I never visited. Off of Applewhite. Wait, so the Donkey Lady Bridge was supposed to be off of Applewhite. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's oh, you know, fact. and that's another story that I have, but it wasn't necessarily supernatural. Well, I uh, still want to hear it. Okay, so <laughs> again, right? So uh, a a bunch of us, maybe like six. I think you met AJ. AJ. AJ mm-hmm, Bettis, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Little AJ. Uh, he was one of the group. Uh, Philip Rodriguez, the trumpet player, he was part of the group. Okay. Eric Galindo, he was a part of the group. Mm-hmm. And a few other people. We would all go visit these places, and we would record it. Where those recordings were, I don't know, because there was one recording. And again, I'm a skeptic, right? Yeah. They claimed and that they the saw an phones. orb. No, yeah. no, no. This was actually a, a tape recorder, right? Yeah. And they claim an orb went through me, oh. right? And we watched the video, and I was like, yeah, okay, it looks like an orb, but it also looks like a fucking speck of dust. Exactly. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. I'm not right? about these orbs. Yeah, neither am I. Right. <clears throat> so we used to visit these places, uh, and so one night, right, we went to the Donkey Lady Bridge. And as you know, before the renovations, you could actually go down to the kind of embankment of the bridge. Yeah, like right? if, or well, me and Javi went, but we had to like walk down there. Right. So we went down there, and you know that this embankment... Uh, the bridge, it spans pretty wide, right? Uh-huh. So the one time that we actually did go down there and try to invoke the donkey lady, uh, we went down there and we looked under the bridge and there was a fucking animal carcass hanging from the middle oh, of the bridge. Yeah, there was an no. animal carcass. So we were trying to explain it away. We were trying to explain it away. It's... But we really couldn't because <clears throat> in our minds we were like, how the fuck did somebody get to the middle center, the, the middle point of that bridge? hang this animal carcass from there without, you know, in a really large ladder because it was maybe like a 20 or 30 foot uh, drop from where that, that donkey lady bridge was to the ground, right? Okay. So we could not explain how that animal carcass was hung up from there. But again, like in my logical mind, that carcass is there, the rope is real, the carcass is real, whatever hung it is real. Yeah. But it's not fucking super. Yeah. Right, that's the way I explained it away. Uh, but yeah, it is still unexplainable how it got up there. But yeah, we used to visit all these places and nothing has ever happened to me. Okay, well let's move on. What the fuck is an Onion Mansion? So the Onion Mansion, if I remember correctly, the Onion Mansion was uh, this, the owner of the house had just acquired a large sum of money. And he got really, uh, 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 what's the word where he starts thinking that people are colluding against him? Uh, oh, like paranoid? Paranoid. He got very paranoid, right? So the folklore goes that he buried that money in the backyard somewhere, mm-hmm. murdered his family, 
and killed himself for whatever reason, I guess. And I might be, yeah, I might be mutilating the story, but this is one way of the story that I heard. And we went there, and it said, you know, the, the, the children and the, the wife are still supposed to haunt the house, and so is the owner because he thinks that whoever goes in there is going to fucking steal his money. Yeah. But again, never so experienced anything. where, do you know what, like, region of San Antonio this was supposed oh, to be? Oh, man, you know, I, I couldn't tell you. I'm sure if maybe you Googled it, you might be but able to find you, it. But you know what? No, this is weird because I don't remember the name of it. Like, um, I have mentioned... I had mentioned in the first episode, like, I grew up reading Haunted San Antonio and all this bullshit, and one of the stories was, like, about uh, a person Midget that... Man. No, not Midget Manson. About a person that came into a lot of money, and um, he buried it in his backyard or something, mm-hmm. and he did murder his family for whatever fucking reason, and there was plenty of people that tried to go onto his property... So it was called Hebner Onion House. Hebner. That is what it's called. Okay, because I was, I was thinking for some reason in facts, Leon Valley. Mm-hmm. But oh, no. I couldn't tell you where it's located. Well, Leon Valley and Hebner are not in the same area. Facts, facts. Oh yeah, it is in Hebner. Okay. Because the house is actually named after, I guess, the founder of that road. His name was Joseph Hebner. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, well. That is a first. Facts, everybody. Facts. Yes, facts. <laughs> oh, but, um, you, yes, we are all drinking, by the way, so if you hear random ass fucking <laughs> cans popping. We're having fun. That's what we're having. Yes. Because this is just reminiscing of good facts. times. Um, about it. I just want to say that, uh, yeah, facts. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, uh, like I said, we vis- visited so many places, and I'm sure if I got in touch with some of these people, they would love to to recant the tale. Not of... recant, because recant is when you take it away. Oh yeah, or take it back. I've said the same thing, and she says the same thing. Oh, am I am I, I not mean... saying the same thing? <laughs> because <laughs> I feel like you said it, and I said it, and it's just like, are we saying the same thing? We can't. Okay. I think it's mean like they're so, retelling the tale. Yeah. So I am googling. Define recant. Says that one no longer holds an opinion or belief, especially one considered heretical. Is it a synonym? What? I don't know. It can mean multiple things, right? I am recanting this, and she's like, you're saying it wrong. Well, yeah, I think you are saying it wrong there, but like. Recant, um. Renounce these are yes, synonyms. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> no, like, Renounce. It's, it's not the Renounce right thing. The it's not the right thing. But I'm saying the right thing. Disavow, deny, and repudiate. Repudiate. I don't know. I'm not an English I major. Right. I'm I was an art right. major. I was right the first. No, you were not because it means <laughs> that it's denying the tell. No, okay, I'm recounting. sorry grammar Nazi. Yeah, I'm sorry that I listen to a lot of true crime and when you say... I listen to a lot of true crime! When you say tr- when you say that you are recanting your statement, it means you are taking back... And you statement. need to recant your statement about Richard Ramirez. What, what was my statement about? Because he's hot. Or was no, hot. No, that he wasn't one of the greatest serial killers of he all wasn't. time. He was. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he was. He kind of was. 
Did you know at the time of his catching, right, just months before his catching, they couldn't tell whether it was one fucking person or a fucking hundred people. people. They couldn't tell because he had no MO. He was killing at random with different MOs because he essentially had like a fucking yearbook of his favorite serial killers and he was essentially just doing that. The only thing that caught him was a footprint in the face of that bitch's face. Well, and I'll take that back because she was a victim. Yes. Uh, the the footprint in the woman's face of his shoe because he was essentially kind of the one the only one who wore but that I shoe. I will not uh, apologize for being a fan of because uh, you you just sullied my favorite serial killer's name. Wait, so Richard Ramirez is your favorite serial? Killer. He is one of my. He is my favorite serial killer story. Right, he is the one that I enjoy the most. Okay, but if it goes to you know again the ones that have interesting backgrounds, interesting psychology behind it and stuff like that. I have different ones. Richard Rodriguez, then it's Ed Ramirez. Oh my fucking god, don't fucking tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, Ed Gein, I, I mean Ed Gein, yeah. He killed 33. Did all this stuff, but he was pretty for the cameras, right? No, he wasn't. Yeah, he, he, he looks like a fucking He retard. had a gimmick. He had the clown. Oh, he had Pogo the clown. Pogo no, the clown was... No. Perfect for the cameras. No, Ed Gein was the old man. Ed Gein. I thought he said uh, John Wayne Gacy. No, Ed Gein. Oh, Gein, yeah. But what, no. Gein wasn't even a serial killer. He only killed like three people. No, he, he was didn't more. Kill he people. killed a lot of young no, men. No, he didn't. And he hit did. them in his crossface. That was re- that was John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Man, it's Ed Gein. Ed yeah, Gein. he's saying no. Gein. Gein was. Oh, I'm Gein. sorry. I'm getting confused. Okay, I know. I know. John Wayne Gacy is the one that hit all of the young yes, men in the crossface. How many yes. people did Ed Gein kill? I would. I was thirty-three. Think, yeah, I was gonna say. Ed oh no, Gein th- killed three. No, but yes, he did. Oh no, no, no I'm not saying no, no to that, but I'm saying no. Yeah, he did. He like, only killed like three. No, he did. Let's he only fucking Google three. this. Go ahead, Google it. He killed three, no, but he, he was more known for his grave robbing, right? He, he was, was grave, grave robbing, robbing, but he killed more than that. No, I think he only killed like three or four. It's just like three. I'm almost certain it's three, but it nah, may be it's four. It's like in the 200s. What? Yeah. Girl? That's way, way out there. Yeah, it's 200s. Because, <clears throat> I mean, the only other it, person that I know it, that had hit those numbers, right? And that's only because they can't even fucking figure it out. He confessed to killing two women. Yeah. But? No, but um, Bundy was the one that was... No, Bundy only killed like eight, but he, it was the thing that caught him was the sorority that he went in and beat the shit out of all these girls. How with many the log. people did Ed Gein kill? Right? There he is asking the Google machine. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Bundy was only caught because he brutally beat these women in their sorority house did you watch, with a log. Did you watch um, the Zac Efron movie? How many people did Ed Gein kill? No. I haven't, but I heard it's phenomenal. It's very good. Here's a summary from Biography.com. Okay, Biography. Ted Bundy was one of the most notorious criminals we were of the talking late about 20th century, known to have killed at least 36 women in the 1970s. We were talking he was about executed that. in the electric chair in 1989. Do you think they recorded that type of stuff? What do you mean? When they were electrocuted. Well, yeah, yeah. They, they have to. <gasps> yeah. They do? But whether yeah. or not they released it is a different story. Yeah, sorry. That's scary. Yeah. Why? Just can you imagine like having to watch that? Yeah, for really? sure. Shit, like if man. I was if I was a mass <clears throat> killer and someone fucking told me that I was like gonna get killed, I'd be like, Suck. fuck you, fuck <laughs> you, I'm gonna curse you 
and I want their grandkids to fucking watch so, them. So, you, you, I'm going to lay some facts on you, right? Because this is, okay. this is <laughs> my, this is my field of expertise. This okay. is where I love. And this may go into why I don't believe in the supernatural, because I do believe in monsters. And I do believe in evil, right? Mm-hmm. And some of these serial killers were truly evil. Mm-hmm. Robert Pickton, good old Willie Pickton, was a pig farmer. Millionaire when he was caught millionaire still to this day as he sits in jail he killed in the upwards of 80 women right Mm -hmm. and he fed them to his pigs and took their bones and their bodies well portions of their bodies right flesh to a refinery where they turned it into jello candy or hard candies and uh yeah he even gave away some meats because he had the perfect job he took some of this meat Ground it up into other pig meat. He was a pig farmer, mm-hmm. and he would give it away to his friends. Mm-hmm. Wait, is this the same guy that was connected to the Hell's Angels? Yes, oh, yes. I his actually... fucking farm was a fucking hope, like a base for the fucking Hell's Angels. That is so insane. Because I was literally earlier this week, like within the past seven days, listening to a podcast about Robert Pickton. And like I was thinking mm, I was Rock and Roll Killer right there. No. Oh my god. I was thinking like what fucking woman would ever feel comfortable enough going to this place? Well because Robert Pickton was described as being very shy. Shy and very average. He kinda had a, a rat face, but I mean he was just he was approachable because the women yeah, yeah the he didn't have him. that essence. He didn't Oh, man. I mean, if you didn't know him before you got to his farm, he was pure fucking evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just great stuff. The best duo killers I gotta give to uh, the Wests. Yes, definitely. Woo! The Wests oh were fucking brutal. Oh, my God. I yes. can't believe, like, what... <clears throat> to their own goddamn daughter. Yes, and that's what gives it more than Cindy Hindi and the Toy Box Killer, Ray Park Jr. You know what? The Toy Box Killer is like on a different fucking level, but... Um, <sighs> but it doesn't put it into perspective when you talk about how he even killed and defiled his da- his own daughter's fucking body. Well... You know, that that's what puts it that notch above. Yeah, I know, but still, like, they are both terrible... Human beings, oh, like yeah, when absolutely. you say when you say like you believe in evil, Fred and Rosemary West, fucking evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's that. Even Charles Ng and uh, Leonard Lake. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they were they were some prominent duo oh, serial killers, I know, but, but still. still, like, who was it? Leonard was it Leonard Lake, the one that committed suicide before yes. he could even like? <laughs> yes, that motherfucker had a heart attack by swallowing his, one of his own cyanide capsules. Yeah, like he couldn't. Son of a bitch didn't even serve justice. I nope. know. It's so when stuff like that happens, it's so frustrating and upsetting. Oh yes, yes. I mean, uh, when you start diving into a lot of the stories of this, you will end up with a lot of. Uh, Disappointment because a lot of these guys do not get the ju- the justice that is deserved upon them. Oh, yeah, I know. Like when um, what is it? Um, that's playing loud, babe. Um, what was it? Uh, the Unabomber. Timothy McVeigh. Or yeah. no, 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 Kaczynski. Oh yeah, that's the Oklahoma City yeah. bomber. I'm sorry. No, Kaczynski. Um, what was I talking about? Like when he. I don't know what what's the time period right now. It doesn't matter. As long as it meets an hour, I think. We're at an hour, 30 minutes. 
God damn. <laughs> yeah. But um, as far as Kaczynski, like, I feel that he, man, the amount of damage that this man has done, like, there's no way that you could punish him enough, like, just life in prison. No, that's not enough. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but see, w- when it comes to, like, those mass murderers, those mass bombers, I still gotta give it to McVeigh. Even though we do have 9-11, right, I, I still wouldn't consider it an individual act upon them. I think it was a collective act upon everybody that was involved, right? I think America was fully aware because there are plenty of papers saying that, you know, CIA, FBI, everybody was making... Yeah, this was going to happen. Yeah, and, happen. and they just allowed it to happen. I think that's what the United States did. They weren't the conspiracy that everyone wants to believe. That they, yeah, they weren't they, it happen. Yeah, they, 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 they just let it. it happen. Yeah. yeah. They, they let it happen. They get so, too much credit. Yeah, they, yeah, they get way <laughs> too much credit to George Bush, right? Uh, I think he just let it happen, mm-hmm. right? Not even but that, like, even if if George Bush was <laughs> wasn't on it, he didn't have any idea of it. He yeah. just, it happened. Yeah, and but that's why I gotta give it to Timothy McVeigh. Cause do you know where that motherfucker parked that truck? I thought it was across the street. No. Where was it? It was Where's right underneath the daycare. Uh, Oklahoma. Oh no! He, yeah. It was right underneath the daycare. He killed eighteen of the twenty-three kids that were in there at the time. Fortunately enough, by some strange act of coincidence, cosmic energies or whatever, there was a change in uh, in uh, uh, supervision that that previous day that people didn't like. So they did not. They decided not to to send their kids that day. Fortunately enough, because it could have been way more. But that's why I couldn't believe that he was even trying to to do anything for his cause altruistically. Like, if he really, truly believed in it. Because he did believe in it. But he was just more of a monster than anything else. Because if he was trying to do that, I think he would have approached it differently. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he just killed innocent children. Right? That, and that's why Which I had to give... the ultimate the, act of evil. I yeah, it, it really is. It really innocent is. Innocent people, just in general. But when you... I think that when you're killing children... It's like a whole other fucking level. Like, when you know that you are targeting children, like... Yeah. And I think that, that, that goes to the testament of that... Of that white supremacist area is that, like, the ignorance within the that group just doesn't really fully think out or understand the consequences of their actions. Because I, I he just... was a white supremacist. Okay. So, that's it. Thank you, Eric, for coming over so late. It is literally 12.30 right now <laughs> in the morning. It's the bewitching hour. Or it's it's <coughs> going to be soon. But again, thank you for coming. Um, you, are mu- you are very welcome to come back. We can talk paranormal. We can talk about cryptozoology. Hell, I would love to talk true crime because that's also my thing. Um, we haven't even gotten into the conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah, conspiracy he's, theories. He's uh, very crazy about it, but I want to know what he has to say right now. About but, um, yeah, so, again, uh, just make sure, listen, subscribe, and share. It's paranormal.chat. We are on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. You could find our Instagram at paranormal.chat. You could find us on Facebook at paranormal.chat. Um, and if you would like to send us your stories that we can read on air for you, if you don't feel comfortable talking to us, it's letschatparanormal at gmail.com. And Eric, any, uh, 
closing statements that you would like to say? Absolutely. Do not believe what the church says. Masturbate <laughs> all over everything because that will make your dreams come true. All right. Yeah. Clergy is basically bullshit. Don't go into a room with a priest alone. Oh my <laughs> god. Sure. Okay, I'm Don't sure y'all y'all have pissed off some people. <laughs> so, okay, thank you for tuning in. Again. We're informed. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Again. Potato, potato. Thank you for tuning in. Again, subscribe, share, tell all your friends about it. All right. Thanks. Have a good night. Bye.